Welcome to the Fat Cats Rugby Podcast, bringing you candid rugby conversations, great interviews and insights into Ugandan rugby, and a touch of rugby in Africa and the world over. Fat Cats Rugby Podcast is a product of Fat Cats Media Brand for all your audiovisual content needs and equipment hire. Hope you enjoy this episode. Um, hello guys. Welcome to another episode of the Fat Cats Podcast. This one is quite special. I'm back. <laughs> Aren't you guys happy? Anyway, um, my name is Joseph Dungu and I'm happy to be here. We're joined by two special guests. I'll give them a chance to introduce themselves, starting with a lady. Hi everyone. Lucy Suvi is my name. Yeah, Lucy, um, just to get to maybe uh, find out more about Lucille. Um, people, people keep seeing you around. People see you maybe uh, like staunchly supporting heathens. People, um, and I've just recently gotten to find out that you were doing commentary for the women's games. Just tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the depth of what we want to talk about. Oh, well, um, I do come for a child in the rugby club, and I'm, mm. of course, an ardent fan of events. Okay. And recently, just the concluded um, Rugby Africa Women's Cup, I was doing side commentary with the whole Oh, that's great. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's a role uh, reversal, switching roles. She's doing good. Let's move on to the gentleman. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, coach Leo here, head coach uh, Lady Cranes, 15s. Pleasure to be here. Well, um, he's a man of a, a jack of many trades and a master of most. <laughs> of all, he is a, um, a teacher by profession and a sports scientist by academic qualification. And I'm joined by the fattest cat, Ruben. I'm not the fattest cat. Who is the fattest cat? Edwin, obviously. No one beats Edwin. <laughs> we are missing Edwin today, but yeah. Um, guys, it's a pleasure to have you here. I don't know how you feel. Is it your first time here, coach? Yeah, this is my first time here. And uh, like I said earlier, pleasure to be here. I've seen you guys a uh, couple of uh, podcasts that I follow and uh, get the insights of uh, what is happening around rugby. There are certain things that are even me that I'm involved that I don't get to understand and yeah go ahead and uh, tune in and listen to what people are saying pick people's minds yeah sure that that's awesome stuff um joseph i think before we even get deep into um our conversation we need to just let the people know where we are the fred and winnie bnb um which is located in kisasi and it's a homestay featuring 10 self-contained private bedrooms consisting of two deluxe doubles Three standard doubles, one deluxe twin, and two standard twin bedrooms. The units come with a fully equipped kitchen, power backup system, Wi-Fi, laundry services, and a chef to cater to you every meal. Uh, guests at uh, Fred and Winnie B&B enjoy a sumptuous buffet, breakfast with a choice of selected tropical fruits and juice. Pick up and drop off to and from Entebbe International Airport as well as local transportation for getting around all, all upcountry trips can be arranged if booked in advance. For bookings, you call the number 0752-693369. You let them know that a fat cat sent you for amazing offers. So I think we can uh, continue. To awesome stuff. Awesome, Ruben. Yeah. Nice. So, Coach Leo, how is it coaching um, the ladies? I'm going right into the deep end of things. How is it coaching the ladies? What What's the best approach? Um, how is the environment um, 
of the whole uh, ladies national team well uh, i think coaching the women is uh, something a little bit complex compared to the men uh, although i think all of you here know that i also coach uh, the men uh, that is at club level and i've also coached uh, the men at high school university it's still at a different uh, approach uh, with the women you have to be uh, a little bit patient with them uh, they're very special uh, gender that uh, needs careful attention sure. uh, rather than the men. Uh, for example, I can give you just a quick example that uh, with the men, it's, it's, it's very easy to get quick results. But then uh, for the women, you have to be a little bit patient with them. But Leo, I, I mean, you're getting the results with the women. So that's, that speaks to how special you are and how good you are as a coach. Um, take us through your journey of coaching. Where have you, what have you achieved? Where have you been? And the various places you've coached at and the various training prog programs you've... Um, uh, well, 2022, I think, is my 12th year of, of coaching. Uh, competitively, uh, I started off with uh, coaching high schools. I also coached in Rwanda for, uh, for one and a half years oh, that's, with that's the nice. under-19s. And then also, uh, and then I, when I got back, I was with UCU as a sports administrator. I coached the UCU teams. And then also I did some cons uh, coaching consultancy with uh, Butiki, that is a high school. And then also uh, Ndeja University, I think I was uh, part of uh, the mastermind of the first rugby team they had. And then also, uh, like I said earlier, we see you. And then also I coached uh, uh, the Walukwa Barbarians, the team we started 10 years ago. I've uh, been with them for 10 years. I'm a part of the founding members with a few other colleagues of mine. And then I also, when I played for Nile Rugby Club, I think it was my last club that I played for. I had too much on my desk. So Which position were you playing? <laughs> As a flanker. Wow. As Actually, a flanker. Last games, I remember I was uh, <laughs> still slightly a rookie at the time. That is the time when uh, Summer Camp at the time was playing its playoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into the Super 8. Actually, that year I, was, I, I, uh, I wasn't in Uganda, I, but I just came to play those games. I was really unfit, lost some weight, uh, well, love for the game. But the, the team you guys brought for that second uh, leg of the, of the, <laughs> of the playoffs. Yeah, we, we, we brought in uh, a few colleagues of ours that were based in Kenya. Yeah, still, but yeah. exactly. But uh, we, uh, <laughs> we, we never won the game. I think uh, Summer Camp uh, took it on and uh, they got promoted that year. Still yeah. traumatized by those short balls that the Kenyan was running at. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> um, guys, we cannot uh, skip uh, talking about the recent uh, Rugby Africa Women's Cup, where one of our guests, Lucy, was a commentator. I expected Lucy to be. Um, th well, that's my expectation. What is your expectation? My expectation was uh, for Lucy to be part of the team management and kind of yeah. Probably serving in that capacity, not mm. top team manager, but serving within. But here we have Lucy commentating rugby. Lucy, how was that? Just take us through. How did you see the game from your pers perspective? And yeah. Um, well, uh, at first it was intense because it was my first time doing it. Uh, but well, about the games, our first game again in Zambia was was good okay um i would credit um charlotte mudola 
because we got to most of our points of her boat. Her boat was on a hundred percent. I think that day she collected over like sixteen points. Because if you to look at um, Zambia had three tries, also had three tries. So imagine if her boot wasn't good. Yeah. She was the difference. Exactly. Yeah. She actually she added a lot to our scores. Yes. And um, when you look at the other games we had, uh, I mean the other game we had with uh, Kenya. <sighs> where do you think? Where do you think we went wrong, Lucy? Where Where do you think the game was lost, Joseph? I think even before we get into the, the nitty-gritties of trying to dissect that, let's yeah. just get to know her a little bit. Um, um, Lucy, people see you on social media, like I was saying earlier, how did you fall in love with rugby? Because in, in my opinion, how I, did there she? was no Lucy. At some point, there was sudden someone called Lucy has sprung up into the game. She's now with Chadon, and she's very outspoken. Then you have also seen on, on Twitter, you're always trying to go against the pirates. Things are happening so fast. Is that banter, which sometimes goes the wrong way. Wakavi. Yeah. So, yeah. And there's, Tell that, us. There's, that, there's, that, there's that Monica, Wakavi, and the hashtags, right. the very many hashtags. So maybe you can just give us a little bit about your journey of how you really came into rugby. Um, well, I started liking rugby way back in high school. Uh, actually, I think I watched my first rugby game at Legends. Okay. And those were the high school. I had friends from SMAP. So, yeah, they used to invite me to watch their games. Super Fours. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I actually I was just coming to watch just for fun. And until about 2000. That's when I started to understand the game. Yeah, as Loki, like within the rugby circles, but my friends actually knew me like for the love of rugby. Okay. So we'd always come to Chadondo, and that's how now I get into heathens. Yeah. Lucy, I have a question. Before you um, go ahead, I have a question. Imagine, um, I have two questions, but one will come later. Uh-huh. One, um, if it weren't heathens, which club would you be supporting? <laughs> Uh, it's a question. No, but Coach Leo is cheating. He's cheating. That's one thing that has never crossed my mind. Like it's just hidden. So you wake up, heathens, breathe, eat, sleep, thinking, dreaming, hidden. Good or bad, hidden. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. My question will come later. Now it will be more fine tuned. So you can. So. You start watching rugby, so you get involved with Hidden's Misha? I started like um, working with them, or what? Get or it. supporting them. Supporting them, then later serving uh, with them. Oh, oh, cool. So I got involved in about 2016, 2016. Yeah. And then 2017-18, there was a call for volunteering. That was Rugby Africa Cup. Victoria Cup? No. One of the two. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So yeah, I I applied and I got on board as a steward. Okay. Yeah, so I started working with a Chadwendo. It was yes. Chadwendo, not actually heathens. And it's from Chadwendo that has initiated into heathens work. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so I took over. Math actually Nakali recommended me like Lucy okay. does amazing sure. work. Give her a shout out. Give her yeah. say like Martha, you're my hero. Yeah, <laughs> I I, hero. I I usually say that to a lot of people like she's the one. Yeah. Yeah, she got me into actually heathens. When she was leaving, when they asked her who can come on board, she was like Lucy, 
Yeah, sure. This is the best replacement for and them. And I think you did awesome work. So what was so you got in steward? What, what came next? What work are you doing after being a steward? Um, after I'm um, I'm doing media. Media. Yeah, media comes for. Oh, and guys, she is a lawyer <laughs> from UCU. So with her legal background, with her uh legal lingo. Ah, <laughs> is that the right word? With her vocabulary. Well done. Well done. Yeah, sure. So Lucy's. <laughs> Doing awesome work with Chadondo. I remember um you guys hosted the Africa Cup and Chadondo was heavily pushing on their socials and heathens as well. So kudos to you and yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So she you're still asking her about? Well, um I think uh we have gotten to know her a little bit. Now we can uh, dive into everything. But even before we get into um into what happened on the pitch, the experience of the women's rugby Africa Cup. Um, the fact that we are using a totally new ground, uh, staunchly known for its football heritage, and the fact that Uganda's games were midweek. What were your thoughts going into that tournament? And then also, when it happened, what what emotions did it evoke from you? I, I actually thought people weren't going to turn up for the games. Mm. Like, I personally, I remember asking... Um, Regina, like mm. why of all places did we have to go to Ankulukuku? Yeah. And why on a weekday? Okay. So I was really biased personally, I was biased. Mm. Um because I don't know. Why Wankulukuku? I was just worried about that tana because in me I know like women's rugby yeah. is still developing, like we are still capturing Fans, yeah? yeah, not many people usually turn up for the games. So taking the games to Wankulukuku, then thinking, okay, the fans won't really come. And this is a big tournament. Yeah. Having put it, maybe a Chadondo or Legends would have attracted a lot of more. exactly, and it would be a plus for the women's rugby in Uganda. But uh, nonetheless, those who turned up really came through, and yeah. Lucy, what do you think people did right? Because initially you say um, there was no hype. There was no publicity for the games. Do I quote you right? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> well, um, you said you thought people were not going to come, right? Uh, why do you think whoever was in charge of getting the fans and making the games known did right last minute? Was it done last minute? No, actually from game one, uh, Nile Special put a fan bus, a child on the fear of charge, Okay, yeah, sure. They did. Yeah, so actually, they really did great. So more fans used that opportunity to come. Yes. Something that something happened for game two and game three. Yeah. yeah. So now, special, you have your flowers from Lucy. I think one of, all of the things of us that me, I've learned about um, this whole experience is one, that one, um, Wankuluku is not very far. <laughs> we, we're yeah. all thinking that Wankuluku is so far. Yeah, but um, for this second game, I happened to take a border from town. It's actually three five from using safe border, mm. so it was not very far. I thought it was not very far. Was the first time when I went for the first Uganda game, where in a car. I think I was just on my phone the whole time, so I yeah. didn't pay attention to the journey. Mm. But it was actually near. Mm. But I, I do agree with her on the sentiment of the fact that I was also thinking that why would you put, um, we're trying to create awareness and popularity of the women's game. Yeah. Why would you put it at, at Wankulukuku, a new ground that many people are not used to, many staunch rugby people and maybe new people that you'd want to attract. Yeah. Why? Why would you Can I tell you something, Ruben? Yeah. Before I involve Coach Leo, mm. personally, I'd never been at Wankulukuku. And my yeah, idea was, because it usually rains and floods, so that was my worry 
but thanks to God, guys, God did. <laughs> so yeah, man, it was a dry field. It looked green from the from the fans' uh, view. Yeah, it looks green. Coach Leo, were you worried initially? What were your thoughts and what were your concerns as a coach for the games being hosted at Wankulukuku? Uh, of course, the first worry, uh, same as Lucy's, the turn up of the fan base, and then also looking at uh, weekly, you have. Um, an evening game, yeah. you know the traffic, how bad it is in Kampala. Yes. You have a game on a Tuesday and then you have a game on a Wednesday. Of course, I was uh, scared of the turn up of the fans. And like uh, what happened, uh, the experience we had last year. Last year again in Zimbabwe, the two games, we never had fans. Everyone was virtually uh, watching, yeah. sending in messages. And I think uh, that, that gave me a, a motivator. Well, regardless yeah. if regardless if uh, if if uh, the fans are coming through or not I, i'm very sure uh, the links the online streaming will uh, will probably uh, give us more hype as as a team uh, of course uh, the, the fans did it great on on show shows sending in supporting messages and, and the girls were really uh, grateful of that uh, with the playing surface i think uh, i visited uh, as last at wankuluko i think 5 years ago I hadn't been to it in about half a decade, so I had to uh, jump onto a border and go check out the playing surface. It was amazing. And I wasn't scared of that. Uh, it's got a very good turf, and I think uh, we, we didn't get any injuries as a team Uganda. Mm. We've seen uh, our opponents got lots of injuries during the games, and I think... Uh, Kudos to, to uh, my teammates and uh, my colleagues. I think I uh, did an amazing job, especially the S and C. We did not have any uh, bad injury at the end of the tournament. I, I think that is a plus. When you look at uh, being with the women tw- since 2016, and uh, every tournament you're playing, you, you're, you're losing about three to four players to nasty injuries. And I think it's, it's one of the things that have uh, improved a lot in, into our setup of uh, coaching. Thank you. Yeah. Um I think uh, the last podcast we had was with uh, one of the players. Um, we had uh, Winnie Atiang and um, we, had, uh, we had Patricia and Nick. They were here. Very, very interesting conversation. For mm-hmm. those that haven't watched it, they should go and watch or listen. Um, but tell us about the experience of being in the camp with the women. Um, um, even just knowing that you guys were at Sky's Hotel. The whole time, how was the whole How was it, man? Tell us about the food. Everything. Don't make it too serious. Leo, <laughs> tell us, tell us, tell I want, I want a night well, in the time, man. <laughs> how is the whole environment? Breakfast, do the girls feed as heavily as the boys? Tell us the environment. Why, why you guys having boogie nights? Well, uh, I have had lots of experiences with uh, women teams. When I was still at the sports administrator of UCU, I, you'd, you'd be a team manager to the lady cannons, the basketball team. You have uh, the lady cardinals, the football team, the female. Mm. You have uh, the volleyballers. And, and I've been to, with these teams to different uh, tournaments, international tournaments. Yeah. And it's, it's a whole experience with working with women in sport. Uh, the first thing is women are excited with food. That is true. Lucy, uh, yeah, it is they are foodies. Food, like they are foodies. I remember in twenty fourteen, I think I took uh, the Lady Cannons for Zone Five uh, Club. It was an African Championship, yeah. and uh, we had about uh, three or four rookies on the team, yeah. and they were very excited with the five star breakfast. 
I would be. I would be. <laughs> I would be. So, <laughs> I think this time around with uh, with Sky, Sky is a very. Uh, it's an awesome. They've got uh, quality services. Uh, uh, well, I've never been with uh, with a team in a five star before, but I've been with the team in four, three, two, and. Uh, it's a whole different. The girls slept individually per room. White sheets, what? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> everyday sheets are uh, changed yeah. and all that. But I think uh, the most important thing was uh, we, we stayed focused as a team. Uh, regardless of all the services and the excitement, I think uh, we knew what uh, was in for for the tournament. Yeah. And I think uh, nothing really uh, changed our mindset with uh, the food uh the spacious environment around skies yeah we we, we never lost uh, our focus yeah. yes Leo so the serious stuff now um yeah. have you looked at the world rankings for the women's yes uh it's the first thing uh, last night after the Kenyan game I think I uh I was down but again I ha- I should I wasn't meant to show it to the players because yeah. uh, some of them were crying and I had to strengthen their main to uh, keep them uh, their chin high and uh but uh, later in the night, as uh, they were having uh, a fun moment at the hotel, I, I, I went to my phone and I had to uh, check uh, the world ranking. And I think it's been updated as of right now. Actually, by last night, 8 p.m., it was already updated. Because yeah. there were lots of games happening internationally. And every time, probably every evening, they're updating. Yeah, we, uh, we, we've moved uh, two steps now. Uh, from 32nd to 30th. Wow. I think uh, for me, regardless of uh, us uh, not completing our rugby cycle, four-year cycle, I think the girls did a very good job. Uh, when you look at last year, when we got into international again, international games again, I think we're 38th. Yeah. So in the, in the span of two years, I think we've, uh, we've moved eight positions. Yeah. From yeah. 38th to uh, 30th, I think it's, it's it's an amazing job by the ladies. Yeah. Uh, we're so proud of them, and I think uh, let them keep doing great things. Yeah. Uh, a few things that, are, of course, uh, the challenges we, we we face like with this team is uh, player retention. Of course, uh, like I said earlier, women are a very special gender. Special gender, so it's tough. Yeah. It's tough, yeah. Now, um... Looking at our position, Kenya, mm. when the when the rankings change for us, I think they change for them as well. I was looking at the rankings today, and um, they are now up to twenty seventh from thirtieth. Yes. So guys, I think we're making strides. I think Coach Leo deserves the flower together with that team, together with this team rather. Um, he's been just just mention for us your team and what each person has, has been, been doing the role. We saw Coach Emma Cantun too. Yeah. And yeah. So. Uh, Previously, uh, it's been a norm with Ugandan rugby. You only have two coaches on the team. You have an assistant coach. You have a head coach. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, uh, normally in uh, with African nations, uh, sorry, African nations, you you normally see teams travel with only one coach, team, and the physio. But I think uh, this time round, the union, of course, uh, said, "Why can't we broaden uh, the the human resource?" Bring who you feel like and uh, you can work with, or you re- make recommendations. And I think uh, the team uh, I'm working with is an amazing team. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone wants to grow, everyone wants to win, everyone wants success. 
Yeah. And for me, if you have post, uh, positive-minded people and they're very open-minded, wanting to learn, sharing knowledge, I think it's so, it's so amazing. Uh, I'll start with, uh, of course, uh, the head of uh, the team, that is a team manager, that is Eunice. Of course, she, she, we all know the, what, what team managers do, the welfare of the team, the operations, the daily operations of the team, connecting everyone, every each of uh, the members of the team, players to the management team still. And then uh, we had Coach Ford, who is a forwards coach and also assistant coach. And then uh, we had uh, SNC, Chigongo Sebalamu. I've been, for him, I've been with him. This is our second year together. But the rest of the other coaches, uh, this is the first year we've worked with them. Uh, Emma Cantun, to head coach Impis, came on board as a skills coach. And then also uh, Physio, we've been with Physio for, for all these years. Yeah. And that is Nelson from Monga's Rugby. Yes. Yeah. Of course, uh, in between, we had uh, a few other coaches coming in, one or two things, experienced uh, players. Uh, the longest serving hooker, Alex Mobiru, came through. Uh, we, worked, we also worked with uh, Anthony Hu, uh, who was uh, with the men, yeah. uh, the South African, did a, an amazing job with us. Yeah. Uh, we also had, uh, uh, we had uh, Brian Makalama come through. Uh, one or two sessions, one two words to the girls. I think uh, we also had Alano team, who is a uh, men's SNC. Yeah, uh, came in and uh, did a, a little push uh, with us uh, for about three weeks, and then also we had uh, James. James is a former sprinter. Uh, we realized that uh, the girls need a little bit of a uh, uh, mechanism with uh, with their sprints and all that. He's he's been he also did an amazing job. Uh, the few days we had with him. Yeah, that is the team we've been working with behind the scenes. Yeah, and um, on a lighter note, did you guys see Coach Leo? He was not in the coach's uh, dugout, yeah? He was in some secular... He was like the Razi Erasmus of... Exactly. Of, but of, of Ugandan rugby. That is how... That's how sports um, is supposed to be organized. And that's just great that that happens. Um, so that we can use whatever communication devices they have. But ideally, coaches are not supposed to sit on the bench. Yeah, no, they yeah. don't. It Lucy. is head coaches in particular. Lucy, yeah. Lucille, tell us, man, why um um why do you think this game was lost on on um yesterday? Oh, guys, we are shooting on a Wednesday. Today is a Wednesday. Today is a Thursday. We are shooting on a Thursday. <laughs> so the game happened on a Wednesday yesterday. Lucy, why do you think this game was lost? In which areas of the game, yeah? Definitely, and, yeah. And they and they were able to observe our loopholes, and that's where they beat us tactically. Yes. Yeah. Lucy, imagine you are the coach. Yeah, you're the coach, or you could whisper a few words, like say at the water break interval. Hmm? What do you think you'd have told these girls to do better? Because at a point the game was eight zero, 
look at catch up yeah because the girls were finding out the ball and stuff like that what do you think you'd have whispered in say Charlotte Mudola's ear to tell or the captain yeah wow tell us man sport on <laughs> it's you see yeah, yeah it it's women's rugby imagine you're running on me afterwards yeah i would have whispered drinks on me afterwards if it was me. if it were you <laughs> anyway coach um you see you can only do so much because you do all the work during the week and on game day you step away let the girls enjoy their game absolutely i'm sure you're very proud of your girls Definitely, but what yes, are those yeah. few things you feel like they lacked and where do you think kenya won the game uh i, I think uh, like lucy said uh they 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 had a, an amazing kicker grace is an amazing kicker on the kenyan team and she's uh, she's very much exposed She's been on the sevens team and the fifteens team for quite a while now. Okay. Uh, she kept the ball in our twenty-two, and, and and definitely that is the red zone of any team that would want to panic and secure the ball. And I think we lost a lot of possession during uh, our twenty-two. Uh, of course, any other team would want to uh, apply the pressure, whether in attack or defense. And I think for me, uh, the Kenyans really put a lot of pressure. Off the attack onto us, they kicked the ball. We received the ball. Uh, I think we, our back three, had very good aerial uh, skills. Yep. Yeah, skills. But again, they got lost. If I get the ball, what next? You realize the 15 or 15 that is Rita would get the ball, and then pause for about 10 seconds. What do I do with the ball? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, I think that was uh, so. The Kenyans gained a lot of territory. Against us, especially in the first half, and then also uh, we we failed to execute our our game model. I think if we had probably would have uh, matched the Kenyans, we had an opportunity uh, to get into the game. But again, simple simple mistakes, uh, no cons, losing possession in uh, transition contact, uh, small small mistakes, uh, of course that come along with a. Uh, With a poor posture of ball presentation, yeah. things like that, and then uh, late to rack the ball, and then you lose position. I think we the whole game we 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 made about 15 knock-ons. Yeah, and 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 that is if you if 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 you're losing possession of, of 15 knock-ons, any good team would use at least two minutes to re, to retain that ball and keep it. So that is two times 15 knock-ons. That is 30. Yes. So any team working off the ball for 30 minutes I think for me you get punished. Yeah. And sure. a team that is really good you get punished. Yeah. Uh turnovers in transition uh, ball in contact I think we lost about 11 balls. You multiply that by 2 minutes. Uh, playing the ball in 2 minutes I think that is uh, 22. Yeah. Uh 22 plus uh, the 30 52. So if a team has the ball for 52 minutes You're playing a game of uh, 80 minutes. I think uh, you get you can never win that game. Trust me. A team that is good and is on a good matchup on a good day, you can never beat that team. Yeah. So if you add up the minutes being played, probably let's say we played for 28 minutes with the ball, and then they played for 52 minutes with the ball. That is possession. And I think for me, uh, uh, they did they did well. They they used their strength. We never used our strength. Yeah. I think for me. Up to today, I can't believe we were beaten at the lineouts. Uh, of course, we we beat them at the scrums, but after winning a scrum, 
what do you use the ball with? The, the aftermath is, is very key. Mm. So I think that is where we, 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 we fell short in terms of decision-making. And uh, it's, it's not that the girls didn't know what to do, but I think uh, they played under pressure. They yeah. put a lot of pressure yeah. to themselves. Yeah. And then the creativity was lost uh, with the ball. But guys, you see, much as um, there was so much we did not do right, I think there are some players that stood out. Ruben, which babe stood out, man? <laughs> Interesting, I should call them babes. But uh, let me see. Um, first of all, I was yesterday's game. Yeah, I felt like we were helpless, in my opinion. Mm. We did not get a chance to express ourselves the way I think those girls can. But still, um, I think one of the people that stood out for me was Peace. Peace Lekuru, she carried hard the captain. For the uh, two games we have played so far, she has been one of the standards. Very, very um, testament old school number 12. She really, really carried hard. Um... Um, Faith Namuga, I feel like she also uh, put in her good carries and uh, she had one big, big tackle. Yeah. So we, um, in a game where we were losing a lot of um, battles at the physical contest, she really at least tried to put up her hand and, and, and show that what well, Uganda, we have something that we can also offer. So I think those two in particular, they, they, were, um, they really caught my eye. Yes, Charlotte was exceptional in the first game. I felt like in the second game, she kind of lost the plot. Uh, but I, I, I give that But you see, man, eh? Charlotte, is it, I watched the game, yes, but man, me I was focused more on the, like man, I was not even focused on the game. Why weren't you focused on the game? <laughs> I could just look, because we're losing, I would just, it was, personally, it was more of catching up with people, saying hello to this one, saying hello to this one. However, you for the moment, about the, the one cool experience? Man, it's it's an okay place, I mean, but yeah, let me, let me say what I wanted to say, you're confusing me. <laughs> I wanted to say that Charlotte was getting difficult ball because the Kenyans were pressing exactly. so hard and so fast. They did their homework. So like the coach is saying, the ball presentation was not so fine and the passes were quite so short. Our standing posture could not yeah, enable well, Charlotte to play a game. flat in attack as well. Lucy, which, which channel stood out? <laughs> Do you agree with Ruben? Do you agree with Ruben that it was... Um, Peace, Lekuru, and, and Namuga. Uh, for me, it was Peace, Lekuru. Yeah. In both games. Yeah. Uh, UG versus Zambia and then against Kenya. Mm. And then in the Zambia game, mm. it was Charlotte. Like, yeah. she did wonders. Yeah. Lucy, if you're playing women's rugby, which position would you want to play? Mm. Nine or ten? Nine. <laughs> <laughs> and now let me ask my question finally. Yeah. yeah? You have really bought into his trap. <laughs> Osaga is nine matized. <laughs> Lucy, um if Wakabi switched teams and say he went to a club like um pirates. Yeah. Because it can happen, man. You know that. I'm talking of they bring it's a better happen. offer. So, they bring so, a better offer. Does that mean you switch and start no, supporting no, no, pirates? No, 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 no. You, you continue supporting heathens. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Very, very sure. Even in a pirate I hope, man, I don't know, man. What have I brought? I brought problems. Sure. <laughs> anyway, man. <laughs> Coach Leo, what's, what's the next plan for the ladies? What's the next plan? Um, What's their uh, calendar looking like, 2023? What's... um? 
what next for these girls well uh, I, i think uh, we first and foremost uh, we, uh, we 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 fell short on the four year cycle of the world cup mm. uh, but hope we shouldn't lose hope as uh, uganda uh, next year we we will be playing again in october it will be a round robin tournament where the the winner will have a direct uh, <coughs> a direct entry to the W15's uh, tier 3 tell us about the W15's tier so it's three. a new format of uh, of of women's rugby in the world so it's it's a uh, world rugby as a it's starting next year so you have uh, the six nations or those all those teams uh, having i think extra four or two no no two there will be eight teams in the in the tier 1 that is a WXV uh, one Uh, that one has no relegation after the first cycle just stay that side yes so the teams kenya south africa uh, madagascar that have already qualified to the last window of the world cup i think uh, whoever wins that will go direct to the wx2 so whoever w- w- was second in their pools like uganda zimbabwe tunisia yes. Waiting on to pull D to compete. Hopefully by end of next week we'll know who is second, who is third, and who is who has stopped the pull. Yeah. Uh, that whoever wins that will go direct to the WXV third tier. Okay. It has also got relegation, so the relegation whoever is relegated and last uh, will be playing a playoff against the the top ranked amongst those that are, are down there. Yeah. So it's it's going to be an interesting uh, window of of uh, some good rugby for the women. Yeah. Uh it's been evident that uh, women hardly play lots of test games. Yeah. And uh to to cut that down I think there's an opportunity especially uh with the WXV where you look at uh, two teams from Europe, you look at one team from Oceania, one team from South America, one team from Africa, then one team from uh Africa. Okay. So I think for me it's, it's going to be a very good exposure for for us as team Uganda if we go out there and top our pool and it's uh, I think we'll be the favorites in that pool yeah, sure. when you look at Zimbabwe when you look at uh, Tunisia may it may be Ghana or Cote d'Ivoire uh, the West Africans have good size yes. but those Ghanaian babes are not coming to play yeah so we uh, I think we'll be favorites in that pool B and uh, trust me i need to i need to say this we will top that and then we want to get that direct ticket to the wx uh 3 it, it, it has got some good funding also yeah. directly from world rugby specifically for women's rugby so i think uh we we can't fail to take on such an opportunity for us as team uganda well yeah. what i gather is too much exposure playing time that maybe would have influenced our loss definitely yeah definitely because in such pressure situations but now the w xv xv bro yeah. three oh we are having too much playing time exposure and money coming in various partnerships with the coachings and learnings ruben yeah. do you have any more jazz for these guys um before i i even ask my last question um i just like to say that It's, it's it's important for us to also have uh, such uh, periods where man we're only focusing on women's rugby 
usually we see women play as a curtain raiser for men yeah. and it's all about the men even the the media narrative has has been all about the men but it's been great to see what um, Nile Special has done what the fans have done being able to mobilize have buses in the middle of the week waiting for people at respective grounds to go yeah. there then for some of us who are able to also make the way so they, the whole spotlight has been on women and i think that is great it's been a great thing and we need to have that a lot more we need women to come out a lot more and support women we need men to come out a lot more and we need to get to know many of these uh, i was having a conversation with um, with some fans and many of the players they don't know who they are you can't point out and say this is this person this is that person so we need the women to also have those characters those personalities but by themselves also starting as brands um some of these players they need to really put themselves out there but as i um as we come to the close of this uh, just to ask i'll start with you um lucille please looking at women's rugby in uganda what do you think needs to be done or should be done or can be done for it to grow well um they need more of the media presence because yeah. if you notice um like uh, during the sevens mm. the ladies were equally playing but they never got that media presence like the men's were covering them up so i think if we could front their games as well just like we do for the men's mm. it would be a plus for women's rugby just like this entire period like people have gotten to know like oh okay we have a national team of rugby of the ladies yes yeah so i think that would be great and um yeah yeah okay uh, you see before that coach okay yeah. that same question um what are your thoughts well uh i've got a background of uh academia in in, in the sports field okay and uh, i keep on asking my colleagues a few people within the rugby circles is it the population versus uh performance when you look at madagascar it's got about 30 plus women's rugby clubs okay. but they're not yet there south africa has about eight they be- south africa is beating them badly same thing with the uh, kenya has about 10 rugby, i think 10 female rugby clubs but they're still beaten by south africa still and then uh when you look at the population of the uk teams It's, it's, the, the whole country is, 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 has got a very low population. But the quality of rugby is out there. For me, I think the few clubs we have, women's rugby clubs we have, if we can uh, have quality competition, whether there are four clubs, let the quality be amplified. Uh, of course, uh, with, uh, with lots of things. Mm-hmm. One is, is media, uh, visibility of women's rugby, giving it more attention. Um, uh, then also involvement of uh, sports science into women's programs at club level. And then also the funding. Let the few clubs get funding, corporates coming on board, and, and at least uh, if you have a girl waking up to come and train and go back happy, I think for me uh, it would be a plus. The science is, uh, when you look at the depth of our women's rugby, mm-hmm. we, we do this, what we call early specialization and and, and for me this is a uh, this is i would call it gender balanced violence based sorry mm-hmm. gender based violence yeah. uh we do not have numbers mm-hmm. we are rushing young girls into elite performance you're doing something totally bad yeah. 
shooting guards. Either will end their careers as early as uh, as as possible because there, there is no the right pathway of uh, an athlete long term development. So for me, I would say let's follow the right science training for the ladies, and then also have more funding to the ladies. Trust me, we'll have quality quality athletes. Guys, give these babes money. Mm. Definitely. Now special. <laughs> Sign that check. Give me steam money. Fans always complain about him. Hey, Wait, the money let me ask now special, guys. Yes, sign that money. Sign those millions. Special. Let them the sign fans. the millions. If you can go, go and watch a game, if you can, can go and watch even a club game, squeeze money to Give that, that, that team some contribution. Yeah. Teams are always here asking for contribution. Let us not only think about the, the, the big corporate sponsors that bring millions and millions. Mm. Guys, you have is at 10K. That's right. Hey, don't go at 10k. I squeeze into her hands money. You don't die without two beers. <laughs> ah, come on, <laughs> guys. Man, it's been awesome having yeah. jazz with you guys. Um, Lucy, any parting shots? Yeah, this is the point where you saw where you are going. You saw whatever you want to do. Actually, in the bid uh, to support women's rugby, I think on Saturday there is a car wash. At Kings Park yeah. for one of the ladies, oh, yeah. the Black Pouds. Sure. I don't know. How, is, it, is it? Yeah, she's called in. Im- yeah, immaculate Im- Mofoa. Yeah. yeah. She has an ACL issue that yes. she needs uh, 25 million for her surgery. Yeah. But as well, also Haruna Mohammed, yeah. um, Pirates player, also has an ACL issue. Mm-hmm. And I think he had an operation before, but it wasn't successful. He's, he needs a second one, and it's also, I think, he needs 25. So, guys. Million. 5th November, November 5th, this Saturday, this Saturday, Saturday. at Kings Park Arena. There's going to be a car wash, 30k per car, auction, soccer, tag of war, circus, touch rugby, walking touch rugby, blindfold dressing, aggressing. There'll be fans teams, Team Haruna, Team Immaculate, Wazei, Pirates and Pals. Contributions from well-wishers are welcome before and during the event. So these are the contacts. Yeah, for those that can't be there on the day, they can use more uh-huh. money. Zero seven seven eight one one four nine nine zero or zero seven zero three four four eight three three two. Ivan Chadri is a contact person. Guys, November five is Saturday. Let's we be there. We expect you to be the champion of the sacrifice. Guys, this guy is mad. <laughs> anyway, guys, it's been a pleasure. I'm, I'm happy I'm back. Yeah. Yeah, guys, give us feedback. Tell us. Oh, sorry, before you, you finish, you did give him his chance of peace. <laughs> Apologies. But do you have anything you'd like to maybe share as we close? Yeah, I think uh, uh, first and foremost, I uh, want to thank Now Special and the fans' experience. I think uh, they've the been big, a huge impact to the girls. Uh, regardless, uh, in the comms, of course, uh, during the day, you've got your phone, and then after that, uh, you release your phone off the phone, rest your mind and recovery. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the girls really appreciate your support and I think going forward it's going to be, as you can see, the women's national team has really changed. They, they, they are playing styles. Uh, it's not like way back. It's that the level of competition, they've taken it on the high note. Mm-hmm. And uh, big thanks to the fans. Don't get disappointed. We still have uh, more action next year. Uh, more opportunities to come next year for us. As you can see, there's a better ranking for the women's team. 
uh, that has moved a few steps uh, to better ranking. And then also, uh, lastly, I, I want to thank the union uh, for, for being there for the women. Uh, I know it's not yet there as expected uh, from the outside community of rugby, but uh, we ask for more support. Yeah, thank you. Oh, and guys, I've been asking when Uganda Cup is starting. Most people do not know. November 26. Yeah. November 26. But the fixtures are not yet out. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the fixtures the, will come out. Draw tomorrow. Is it yeah. tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. But Friday. November 26, guys, Uganda Cup, we are rolling. Mm. Right. Ruben. Say bye to the people. Ask them for feedback. Uh, yeah, as usual, we always ask that um, engage with us on our social media platforms. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, um, Twitter. You can follow us on, uh, on Instagram. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Always give us feedback. Your feedback. Let us know who you want us to have uh, on, the, on the podcast. And remember, you can listen in on the audio platforms, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. For those that want to watch YouTube, and there are always very many clips. We are all, always about candid rugby conversations. Thank you for always being a part of uh, the rugby, uh, the Fat Cats Rugby podcast. See you on the next episode. Bye. Bye-bye. More funny yourself board up, Chad. That meeting. Yes, I have a Sierra team meeting. I need. Thank you for your time. Yeah, apologize. Lucy Sakuri, the during the day, I got a brain lock. Lucy was waiting. But you would have heard that. No, because there's a time. There is a time when we were just about to tell you. Then after I finish. I'm very serious, boss. I'm calling number one. Passport. I'm ordering. Yes. Do you want to go? Wanji. Passport. Legend. Wanji. Thanks for listening in. Share with us your thoughts from today's episode. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.